Listeners beware. There's no turning back now. You've entered the Horrorpocalypse Podcast. There we go. There she is. All right. We're good. <laughs> that was stressful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They want to see your background, Rita. Sorry. <laughs> they want to oh, see your background. Dope. <laughs> Can you see everything back? Oh, that's dope. What's to your, I, I can barely see. Is that a uh, Bride of Frankenstein? Yes. And to that's your. Elsa Lanchester, the original. That's Vampirella, Frank Rosetta. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Awesome. It's super dope. I love the ghost pillow. I can see. <laughs> yeah, and we also have Jason. Hi. Yeah, apparently we have a child. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> you oh, want to show what? them your PJs? In this version, I can't see everybody in gallery. No, I can see whoever's talking. Yeah, that's what I have now, too. See, I tried to download the newer version of Zoom, but it it has to be in the old one for these meetings. It's weird. Well, since now you have the meeting ID and everything, maybe you can <laughs> use the old one. Or the whatever one. We'll try it know, next time. Older. It's, okay. We've wasted too much time, and I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. It's only, <laughs> it's only been about 10 minutes. We're fine. Okay. All right, so before we go too far, uh, I am going to use this episode as a giveaway. I have a brand new DVD copy of Ghost Stories. So for everybody currently watching and for folks watching later, um, you, well, you're probably too late. Um, <laughs> I have I, I recorded a special intro. Well, I didn't record it. I cut a special intro for my wife that I was going to play when I introduce everyone. So that will be the contest. If anyone can tell me where that audio clip comes from originally, then you win that copy, a DVD copy of Ghost Stories. Am I going to know? And a Horror Apocalypse pin. So, I mean, Are you going to know? No, you're not going to know. I'm not going to recognize it? Uh, well, you'll recognize it, but I don't think you'll know where it comes from. Oh. Um, okay. But we'll anyway... Today we are talking about Sinister. This is our first episode of Couples Scarapy. So everybody, you know, you're, you're on your couch. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about Sinister. Uh, we'll talk about Bagul. We'll talk about what we thought of the movie, all that fun stuff. We also have our um, Fright Bite to go through. But joining us today is our, our special guest, uh, longtime listener and contributors, Laura and David. Hey, guys, how you doing? We're doing great, man. We're Fantastic. really happy to be here. We're excited. It's great to have you on, finally. You guys always comment, so it's it's great to have you on. So, Thank you. <laughs> and also joining us today... Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable <laughs> love for the dead? That would be my wife, Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing, baby? Good. Now, as I said, if anybody uh, can at any point in time tell us what that clip is from originally... Not not the song, but if you can tell me what that clip is from originally, you'll win that copy of Ghost Stories on DVD. Um, so let's let's uh, get right into this. Um, introduce everybody. Let's get caught up. What have you guys been watching over the last week? 
creature features. Yeah, that's what we've been mainly watching, man. Some fun with something pretty brainless. Oh, yeah, especially if it has giant pterodactyls, snakes, sharks. Sharkenstein, bro. That's where it's like, at. Again? Did you guys watch it again? <laughs> no, 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 no. I did donate the toilet shark, though, so I'm really excited for that. Fantastic. We did too. We donated to get the Blu-ray and to get the podcast listed in the credits. So nice. Oh, nice. I think that was twenty-five, right? Uh yeah, the whole thing came out to I think it was like forty or fifty dollars for everything when it was all That's said and done. Bad. I just look at it as marketing for the podcast, so Yeah. Yeah. And a Blu-ray to add to the collection. So I think you need some more. I don't think you have enough. <laughs> uh, bro, I've I've got two stacks right now that I just don't have room on the shelves for. I need to actually move everything and get new shelves to put in. Do you have uh, Lavalantula? No, no, no. I, I try to keep it to good movies. So that's that a good movie. It's actually a really good movie. <laughs> I know, I know, Michael Winslow, and he's proud of that one. Okay, all right. Um, and honey, do you want to go ahead and yes, Kevin, it was Lady Frankenstein. Congratulations. Um, go ahead and PM me your address and we'll get this uh, DVD copy of ghost stories out to you with a horror apocalypse pin. Rita, do you want to go ahead and tell everybody, uh, what we've been watching over the past week? We've been watching, going through your, um, Halloween movies, 31 days of Halloween. I made a list. You made a list. (laughs) Then I've been watching what you've been watching. Oh, okay. <laughs> Going down the list, we have our, this, this is our third year for Horror Apocalypse. So our 31 days of Halloween this year, because it's our one year anniversary this month, is all part threes. Uh, so we watched so far this week, Poltergeist 3, House 3, Wrong Turn 3, Killjoy 3, Warlock 3, Jaws 3, and Hatchet 3. I liked Hatchet 3 yeah. a lot. That's the only one that actually sounds that it was good. It was Hatchet 3. Was Killjoy 3 the one where he says that was some really good kitty cat? Or that was some really good pussy at the very end of it? That's familiar, but I can't remember what that was from either. It's from one of the Killjoys. I don't remember I thought that. it was 3. Well, Killjoy 3 was where I um, found out that I have a clown fetish, I guess. Uh, with, what was her name? Batty... Addie Manx or something like that. I forget what her name was. Manx? No. Nah, I forget. Um, Batty something. But yeah, that was um that's that's the actually a couple of these were pretty good. Uh Wrong Turn Three was meh. House three I enjoyed. I mean it had uh oh my god, what was his name? Uh Lance Henriksen and uh what's his name that's in like every nineteen eighties and nineties movie as a, a thug villain. I forget his name. Poltergeist 3 wasn't bad. I watched it again. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and it was all right. But you could really tell when they're, like, walking down the hallway, and it's supposed to be a wall of mirrors. But you can tell where it's two different actors walking at the same time, dressed the same. That that was kind of corny. But um, that was that. So, All right. Well, if that's it. I watched a few more episodes of uh, Utopia. Oh, Still into that. I keep Uh, hearing about Utopia. What is it? It's, um, I guess there's an original story that Michael knows better than me, uh, but this is, it's very, it's based on, I guess the original comic book was 
dystopia, right? The original story. Mm-hmm. And this series picks up where that comic book stops. And we find out that all the characters are real. And conspiracy theories and, you know, but it's uh, been pretty entertaining so far. Very cool. Is it a uh, horror action? It's pretty gory. Okay. Gore is good. There's, some, like there's gore. some gory, unnecessary death. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> I'll check it out tomorrow. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's, it's free on Prime, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Prime, yeah. It's a yeah, prime it's show. It Excellent. keeps coming up on my advertisements. Speaking <laughs> of gory, have you seen The Boys? On Prime, uh, I've completed season one. We haven't started season two yet. Dude, oh, I'm about four episodes two. in season one with you. Yeah, yeah, you're you're about four episodes to halfway through season one because yeah. we we went back to watch it. I I watched season one by myself. She didn't seem too interested in it, uh, so I was trying to get her hooked into it so we can start season two. So maybe maybe tomorrow we can finish it up. Dude, season and, two, it's really messed up. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> like really messed up. I heard it's it's better than season one, and there's a lot of like fucked up shit that happens in it. So yeah, yeah it's pretty fucked up. It's pretty really like seriously fucked up. <laughs> and to answer Wes, yes, you were the one that did pick this movie for us, so you picked our first uh, couple scarapy episode. Congratulations, Wes. <laughs> thank you, Wes. Yes, thank you. Oh, all right. right, so you guys are all saying comments. Yeah, I have my phone pulled up. Oh, uh, okay. Kind of going over everything here soon. Oh, all right, cool. Um, yeah. All right, so let's let's jump into our fright bite. What did you guys bring to? Hey, did you fright start recording bite? yet? I'm gonna pull the audio from this. Anytime I do a group a thing like this, I pull the audio from that. Oh, okay. So I'm not too sure what it is. I was hoping you can take a look at the can. So, mm-hmm. you know, I collect beer and wine bottles that are like gothic and horror and stuff like that, right? Gotcha. Okay. I... So, I found this one in South Florida this past weekend. And. Eight billion damage. What is that? <laughs> A lot of damage. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I know. I know it's an IPA. It's really good, but I have no idea what the reference from, but it seems really uh, familiar because I have another can that's also very similar in 8-bit, but it's from Home Alone, and it's Mm -hmm. the Sticky Bandits. So I'm thinking it's the same company, but I have to look it up. It looks a lot like Godzilla, almost like the, the, uh, what was it, 1998 Godzilla, when the foot comes down around this area. Yep. Was there a Godzilla video game? I wouldn't doubt it. Oh yeah, there there was tons of them. There was one, a couple of them on the Wii, and I just realized I left the door open to the man cave so we could have cats coming in. Let me shut that door. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you may have one in there with you. Back, I heard somebody. Oh, I like it. What do you see? I definitely see the bunny, but I can't make out the details. I love the cat. It's actually just can't... a um, it's a mask, like a fake leather mask. That I put another mask on top of, you can't really see it, but the mask on top of it has little spikes on it. Aww. And um, the little the cat up there that's got mm-hmm. some lights in it. I love that thing. I actually found it at um, Party City for like fifteen bucks. I want to say. That's I love bad. it. Love it. 
Yeah, like um, Joanne's had a lot of the old school Halloween decorations this year for housing decorations. Nice. Yeah, I was. they have a lot of really cool stuff right now. Yeah. Yes, Kevin, oh, the, the Thanos it, level amount of damage. And sorry, go ahead. I was just going to tell them, if you're looking at the same thing I am and you want to see all of us, I just figured out how to do it. On the bottom of my screen, I have three dots. If you click the one all the way to the right, you can see everybody. If that's the version of Zoom that you have. Well, she's on Apple, so I don't know if it'll be different. Oh, okay. No, yeah. It, the menu that we get is different. Yeah. It's like I can scroll between two of us, just me with thumbnails, or all three of us. Oh, there oh, we go. Got it. All right. Got us being Yay. smart and... <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, boomers. Yeah, sorry, honey. We're all we're not professional podcasters like you, so we'll figure <laughs> it out though. <laughs> yeah, right, so, my phone. <laughs> what have we got with this uh, eight million billion trillion damage? What what's what do we got here? How is it? It's really That's good. Really good, yeah. It's really good, and it's by Champion Brewing Company. What's it taste for, like? For an IPA, is not super hoppy. No, it's more like a weed ale. With a little bit of hop to it. So if you're new to IPAs, this would definitely be a good one. Okay. I know I've tried a couple of IPAs and I was not a fan. It's a, definitely a hit or miss. It's okay. going to be a hit or miss. Okay. Look for the alcohol content. The more um, alcohol content it is, the hoppier it's going to be typically. Um, stay, go to the ones that are lower content. Usually you can find one that are a little bit easier to taste until you get used to it. Once you get used to it, you can start going up. I never knew that before. Thank you. You're welcome. Look at that. We are an educational podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I really like beer. We should be tech. We should be like beer too. The more you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you bring, honey? Okay, honey. I have always wanted to try, because it's so cheap at our local Aldi, this Winking Owl wine. Winking Owl. Like three dollars a it bottle. Is literally, a winking owl. Hmm. It's two ninety five a bottle. So I said, you know what? <laughs> Give it a try. So I actually already opened it, so I wouldn't have to do that now. Is it the try. red wine? It's a Shiraz. Shiraz. They have they have everything though. I saw. I think I got a Shiraz. I got a Cabernet. I got a Sauvignon Blanc. But they also had all the sweet wines like Moscato, and I, I can't do those. So. Okay. That's what yeah. I would do. For me, yeah. the sweeter, the better. Oh, no. I really like red wines in the hot Ooh, or wow. the drier, the better for me. Me too. That's really good. It's really, really? good. <laughs> I'm really surprised. Is yeah, don't try the red. Aldi. I'm going to load up my wine fridge with $3 wine. <laughs> <laughs> great great. Now, man. I'm impressed. In this economy. If you want something a little bit more, um, because I, I personally don't like the Aldi's Red um, Witching Hour, you can buy it. It's like 5 or $6 a bottle, and it's a lot better tasting, in my opinion. has a little mm -hmm. bit more of like a dry fruit, this and it's a I really cool Shiraz bottle. I the because it's usually a little heavier than this. This is very light. It's almost too light for me, but it's um, it's good. It's pretty good. I'm impressed for the price. Yeah, three bucks, bucks. Buy all you need. <laughs> we all give you permission. <laughs> so for me, 
Uh, I saw this one day. We were at Fresh Market, and we were picking up a, a couple of things there, and I had seen in the checkout line. I didn't grab it because I I was I was with Rita, and I didn't want to you know grab a bunch of candy, but I had seen chocolate bars. Bacon Luscious is the name of this one. It's How an, good is it? It's Have a chocolate it bar. Not yet. I'm about to open it now. But chocolate with bacon inside. They have another one that I wanted to grab that had potato chips inside. And that one just sounded perfect. But, of course, that one was sold out. So I grabbed this one for our Fright Bite today. And let's see. Wait. I am so jealous right now. <laughs> I'm not going to hold on. I might have to go back and get a bite of that and see how it goes with this wine. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I want you to explain to me how potato chips are better than bacon and chocolate mixed, mixed with chocolate. Yes. Bacon on its I, own is, is fantastic. So I'm, I'm a little I nervous. How the potato be. chip one would just be like a crunch bar with, I don't know. Yeah. A different type of crunch. Instead of mm -hmm. rice, it's potato chip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So I don't see any bacon in this piece. Let me... Maybe oh, it's bacon man. jam. Uh, let me see here. All right. Yeah, I don't see... I'm old. I got to take my glasses up here. <laughs> I don't see any bacon whatsoever in this. So, um, yeah, no. All right. So we'll just, we'll take a bite and see what it is. So here's the chocolate. Oh, it's almost like bacon bits inside. Are they crunchy or like chewy bacon? Kind of in between. Oh. Mm. Now, what's the chocolate like? Is it milk chocolate, dark chocolate? Is it European chocolate? Is it Mexican chocolate? Is it Ooh, American Mexican trash chocolate? chocolate? With chili spice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's milk chocolate. And you, you know what? I don't even taste the bacon. Let me no, try you feel it, but don't taste it. Yeah. Let me try again. He's saying that so Rita won't go and eat a piece. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to share. Mm, hold on. I'm not a big sweet eater, so it might be safe, but we'll see. I was curious because it was bacon. I'm like, oh, maybe it's not hold too on. sweet then. Maybe mm. it's more savory. But I found a, a piece. You can see. I, you may be able to see it right there. I found a little piece of bacon in this one. So let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get bacon, damn it. No, <laughs> it's good. Mm. It's good. It really is good. And it's going to go great with my coffee, but I don't taste bacon at all. So. Do you have the worth... saltiness of the bacon? Yeah, there is salt. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's actually bonfire smoked sea salt. Oh, so smoked shit. sea salt is pretty good. Um. So is it more sweet or is it more savory? Yeah, it's sweet. I don't get any kind of savory out of this at all. The the okay. the salt is just there enough to kind of accentuate the sweet and kind of give it a little extra push. Um, is it worth three bucks for this? Or sorry, I think this was like five bucks. No, it's not worth it. Wow, uh, you I'll paid try more for that than I paid for this whole bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this, you didn't even like it. This is gonna last longer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but um it is good it really is good 
I don't think it's worth what I paid for it. And I think the potato chip one will be better. You should have stolen it, bro. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, that's our Fright Bite. Let's uh, let's head into our our feature. We were talking Sinister today. Have you guys seen this before? And would you recommend it? We had seen it, yeah. We saw it a few years back. Uh, Probably about four or five years ago. Yeah, we saw it a while ago. And then we rewatched we, we it last night. I didn't remember much of the movie. I kind of knew the main plot line uh, and that it has something to do with the kids. That's all I remember about the movie. But we enjoyed it. We enjoyed the shit out of it last night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a very enjoyable movie. Or I, I normally don't like Blumhouse movies that much. I'm not a fan of Blumhouse. She I is. Love Blumhouse. <laughs> I don't really care particularly for their movies, but this one I enjoyed, yeah. Okay. Honey, have you seen this before and would you recommend it? Yes. Saw it before with you, and I think it was about that long ago, four or five years ago. And I didn't remember a lot of it, so I paid a lot more attention last night. Um, it was creepier than I remembered. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure we'll, we'll get into this in a bit, but I felt like there was um, a few too many jump scares, like just kind of added in to give you some, I don't know, it was, it was a little too much. They got me, what, what, what did I tell you? They're like two jump scares got mm-hmm. me. And usually they don't, but um, we enjoyed it and I enjoyed it. Well, I, I would had... recommend it. Yeah. I think we had seen this actually a little longer ago. I think we've seen it about eight years ago because it came out in okay. 2012. And I know we went to the theater to, to see it. Um, we saw it in the theater? We did. Yeah, it was okay. uh, Hagnatis. So, um, so uh, I, I remember thinking it was good then. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went into this again, kind of not remembering anything. So it was almost like a fresh view uh, this time. And it still was pretty creepy. I think it still held up. This was early Blumhouse, so I think that's why. It's much better. Yeah, he wasn't churning junk out like Fantasy Island and stuff like that. Correct. um, All the Hulu exclusives. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) um, I I have seen it before, and and yes, I would most definitely recommend it. Yeah, I didn't remember like the videos were particularly creepy. Yeah, the, the way that they were shot and and the the, the super eight quality of them uh, was really it was really legitimately disturbing. Yeah, well, fun fact with those that just so everybody knows, um, the basic plot is Ethan Hawke is an author. He writes true crime novels about unsolved mysteries, and he had a, a fantastic one that, that really skyrocketed. Then he wrote one, Kentucky Blood, that got nearly everything wrong. And it actually ended up costing uh, the case. So he decides he's he needs to write something else, something great. And he moves into this house um, where this family, basically everybody in the family was killed. Uh, with the exception of one child. And one child has gone missing. So he moves in. They're going to investigate this. Uh, and in the attic one night, he finds this box of these Super 8 films that David was talking about. Um, there was three, five of them in the box, uh, pool party, 66 barbecue, 79 lawn work, 86 sleepy time, 98 and family hanging out 11. Um, 
fun fact about those films, David, they were actually filmed on Super 8. He tried to, to keep it as authentic as possible with that. So that no was longer, fantastic. Yeah, no, longer, no wonder they looked like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of filmmakers today will try to do it as cheaply as possible and then add effects to it. So they'd go digital and then overlay the, the Super 8 you know, filter on it. And you can kind of tell, you know. But yeah. this guy kept it authentic. So I thought that was fantastic. Speaking um, of Super 8, before we continue, have you ever seen Star Wars in Super 8? I have not. It's Star Wars in about nine minutes, and they take everything that's important about Star Wars. <laughs> so you watch the movie, and it makes no sense. It's great. You should try right. it. Have you ever seen The Machine? The Machine? That does not the, ring a bell either. Well, The Machine oh, the, itself. The super machine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm about see, to write down a movie title. We have to. Watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I actually haven't. I've never seen one. So I feel we, young now. My, uh, <laughs> my parents actually had one. So I, I, there was that with adult movies. And I remember sneaking that into my bedroom and setting it up and, you know, taking 15 minutes to set up the reel and let it play and then having to put a blanket <laughs> over it. <laughs> you put is, a blanket your mom, over it. Is your mom it, watching uh, right now? Yes, yeah, she is. Uh-oh. So. I just gave away some information. Uh oh. So <laughs> I think my parents well, were watching too, and that. I was—I'm an angel, and they know that. So what? They couldn't hear anything because of the noise of the machine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did they think you were doing in there? <laughs> I would put a blanket over the the machine. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> and catch fire. No. Speaking of catching fire, the right? these these movies though. Um, couple of things these movies that he saw he puts one in and he starts watching it and it turns out that these these were actually snuff films essentially um there's an unseen person behind the camera who is filming the murders of all these these families so for example what, uh what was the first one we come across that was hanging hey, family right. hanging yeah. and you see the family kind of playing around and um then suddenly they're all just standing very still then they're all strung up on uh, the tree branch and you see this saw kind of sawing this other branch and it when it cuts through that that heavier branch and it pulls down the whole family goes up they're they're being strung up uh, another little fun fact about that that I heard today this movie uh, had a couple of different stunt coordinators and that's because the first stunt coordinator they had for that scene in, in particular they had to fire him and get somebody else in the harness that they put him in uh, to hoist him up so they weren't hanging by their neck, he didn't do it correctly. So when that branch came down and they went up, that harness went up and immediately started choking them. They were essentially being hung by their their harness. Um, so, you know, everybody's kind of twisting and, and thrashing, and they had to quickly get them down. And uh, he was fired. They brought in a new stunt coordinator. Um. The other one, pool party. Now, was that the footage that they used for the movie? You know, Rita. That's the same thing I asked him. (laughs) I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I would think that would be the most authentic, and yes, you want to use that one. But remember, we see later on when we find out who was actually filming these scenes, that person comes down and kind of swings on the father's feet. So I I certainly hope that was not the. Was that in one (laughs) continuous shot? I don't know. I don't know. I, I would hope not. Because <laughs> I'm thinking that the the one in the beginning mm-hmm. that just shows that happening, that could have been that footage. 
Yeah. But um, the one at the end, no, because it's shot one continuous with the, you know, the swinging and. No, we also. That was also added scenes. Remember, he gets that in the. Well, that was the extended. The yeah. Extended yeah. endings or something. Yeah. These are so much better since they made them longer. <laughs> mm, I'm make yeah. yeah. Um, the other yeah, one too, like uh, pool party. Uh, yeah. The the one for pool party when he had the the people laid out on the the. Oh man! The so lounge. I was gonna I ask. Think, mm-hmm. That's like one, one of my think, biggest fears. Yeah. Which one, one do you think is the most horrifying just... way to die? Oh. Like in the movie. Of those. Yeah. Uh of the just that, those three or all of them. You know, of all of them. Of all of them, I'm gonna have to go with either Barbecue seventy nine or Lawn Work eighty six. Ooh, Lawn well, Work. We didn't see I mean you're watch we were watching this and we're watching, watching, watching. You know what's gonna happen, but you just mm-hmm. somehow you don't see it coming. Yeah. And when it, the way that like, they Whoa. filmed it was so good. It was so shocking when yeah. that lawnmower comes up. <laughs> you don't see it coming even though you know it's coming. It was great. Yeah, I was expecting them like buried up to their heads. I wasn't expecting them just laying out on the on the lawn and then just a the lawn heads up. Video keeps breathing. Yeah, we saw that. That's fine. You're good. Okay. Um. Okay. It, I think one of my biggest fears is being burned alive. I always I have a, a weird fear of like a house fire. So I think barbecue seventy nine is another one where if you're tied up in a car that's set on fire purposely. That that is a huge fear of mine. So, for the most frightening way to go would either be barbecue or lawn work. See, to me, the ones that made me feel really uneasy was the pool party and the hanging. Family hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the yeah. pool party one, by the okay. way, they. I know that's the thing when they talk about where a movie can get to that point where it actually makes you uncomfortable. To me, that would have been lawn work. Hmm. Yeah. The people on the pool, party pool party, for me, they were actually taped to those chaise lounges, and they were actually pulled into the pool. Uh, and those were the the actual actors. They really weren't like hired stunt people. They were people who were hired to come in and just be in this scene. And um, they they had divers in the pool <laughs> just in case they started to thrash too erratically. Then they knew they had to get you know cut them loose. So <laughs> big old rope. <laughs> This nope, movie nope. all out. Nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> I'll do a lot of things. I will not do that. No. Now, let me ask you guys, what was probably one of the most creepiest scenes for you in this movie? Oh, the the little boy in the box. Yeah, the little boy in the box. He comes out backwards. Oh, yeah. That scene Fuck fucked that. me up. You I don't that. like, whenever paranormal, especially, and that's what I thought it was, Whenever they're backwards or crawling backwards or glitching when they walk, it fucks me up. I don't like it. Ugh. Our our regular the whole glitchy thing and the backwards walk. That kid coming out of that box like that. I didn't even realize right away that it was him. That it was I didn't his son either. having a night terror. I thought it was something else because he's upside down and backwards and you can't really make him out. But um, that was awful. I agree with you on that one. It would be that or. When he's outside with the dog and you see all the kids behind him, it didn't really scare oh, yeah. me, but it was kind of creepy to see all of them standing there and he didn't even see it. So, mm-hmm. now, you know what? The, now that you mentioned that there's a scene 
closer to the end of the movie where one of the little ghost girls, she's standing right behind him and he's looking around and you can you think that it's going to be one of those that his head is going to move and then the girl's not going to be there. But she's always there. And when he's about to turn, she runs away. Mm-hmm. That was super creepy too. That's what, like, was... That whole sequence of him seeing all, well, he didn't see any of the kids, but all the kids are right behind yeah. him and they're just running around in the house. I was kind of confused and we're kind of talking about it while it's happening. Like, what are they doing? Are they they trying to tell him something? Are they trying to warn him of something? Are they trying to scare him? What's their purpose? Why, why were they lurking behind him for so long? But well, that I looked into that today. Um, One of the biggest things that uh, I, I like to do when I'm, when I'm discussing a movie is I'll go and I'll investigate. I'll listen to other podcasts as well, hear what they have to say, get all kinds of different opinions. And I listened to one where, actually, I listened to a couple of them today, and they all referred to Bagul as a demon. And he's not. He's not a demon. As a matter of fact, D'Onofrio even says it in the movie. He's a deity. He's a, a old Babylonian deity. Now, uh, Bagul is not a real deity. He was made up for this this particular movie. But he is based off of a real deity. And as a matter of fact, uh, he was used in the marketing for Sinister 2 as um, uh, Bagul, brother of Malak. And Malak is actually um, a Canaanite uh, devil. And he had pretty much the same thing. He would... Uh, he he demanded sacrifices of children and things like that. And um, the story that they ran with was that Malak uh, always wanted his, his children burned and things like that. And when uh, Bagul started to do the same thing, you notice in Bagul's face, it's it's kind of smeared and, and kind of distorted and everything. Mm-hmm. That was due to Malak smearing ash of burnt children on his face to keep him uh, quiet forever. But in the the history of Bagul that I was reading, it turns out that yes, he he does this with the the children to break their will, to take control of them, to murder their family, and then while they're uh, grieving and in you know this this state, he's able to devour their soul and keep them as um, servants. So all these these ghost children that you're seeing that are now following him, they're uh, in basically slaves, they're servants to him, and they're out to kind of um, torment the the people that he is trying to to get on his side. And you see that too when he falls through the the roof um, in the attic. He falls through the the ceiling, and he's going back and he's reviewing that footage later. And in just like two frames, you see the uh, children's ghost hands on him pulling him down. Um, that was actually one of the, the creepier scenes for me when he realizes that. And um, the scene where he's reviewing the footage uh, of Barbecue, and he's got it paused and zoomed in on Bagul's face, and he turns and he's talking on the phone, and Bagul's face turns and looks at him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I fucking love that scene. <laughs> I did not like that scene. That scene, <laughs> I forgot about that scene. Now I know why. <laughs> oh, I love we it. blocked it out. <laughs> yeah, I did not like. I was like, nope. So, uh, Donofrio, by the way, he was just a, a minor part in this movie, and I, he's listed on IMDb as is uncredited for that. But he had a very important role in this movie, did he not? Yeah, he was great. I don't know names. I don't know actors. The professor. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 
I mean, he was the entire exposition of the movie. He's he's the one who gave him the history of Bagul and and things like that. So and, and gave him the identification of Bagul. Uh, do we have any Transformers fans here? Of the movies or the uh, the cartoons? The 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 old cartoons. Yeah. Did you ever watch the old anime, the uh, CGI one, Beast Wars? Uh, no. I swear to God, the the symbol that you see painted on the wall for Bagul was uh, that of Waspinator. <laughs> was that the one that we looked up? Did yeah, I showed you last night. Was it the same? <laughs> it looks almost identical. <laughs> so that kind of pulls me out of it a little bit. But what was um, it again, Waspinator? Yeah, Waspinator. Um, you looking up? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, uh, what was your favorite scene uh, besides the creepiest stuff? What was the, the your favorite scene in this movie? The father, the father, when they're in the bedroom at the beginning of the movie, and she's painting, and he goes and he's like, "Yeah, paint your little whatever he said, paint away, do whatever you want, just make sure you keep it in the room." I thought it was very beautiful because you're not, you don't see men portrayed positively enough. Oh, yeah, look, you don't see men (laughs) portrayed positively enough um, to the children. Mm -hmm. And it was just a really beautiful scene. I don't know. It made my heart happy to see it. I loved it. Okay. David, what was your favorite scene? Oh, man. I'm trying to think because I I don't know if I have a favorite scene in the movie. I just love the, 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 the creepiness of it. The, mm-hmm. the, the general atmosphere of the movie, I, I like all of that. I like the interaction between the Ethan Hawke and the and the cop, his, uh, Officer So and So. Yeah, and the reveal at the end of when when the the cop finally gets through to him, and he's kind of rude to the cop, and the cop tells him, "Well, this is what's happening. This is the pattern here," and he's like, "Yeah, this is what happened," and. You know, that kind of little twist at the end it's kind of like kind of like in the saw movies mm-hmm. when they do the reveal the exposition at the at the end of why these people are doing what what you know what's happening to them and it kind of yeah and everything comes together and you're like oh okay yeah honey what was your favorite scene well i think so i had, that was... i really had a few favorite things but one of the first things that struck me and it just i laughed because I'm like, oh, is he really calling him Detective So-and-so or Deputy So-and-so? And then we see later that that's how he's listed in his phone is Deputy So-and-so. And that that was funny to me. <laughs> like he doesn't yeah. even know his real name. He's just calling him So-and-so. Um, and when the the box of movies ended up in the, in the old house, the same mm-hmm. box of movies followed him home. That was pretty creepy to me. I liked that. That was, that was a good shock. Okay. Let me take a look at something because I believe, uh, yeah, James Ranson is the person who played uh, the deputy, and he was never really given a name. He was deputy so and so. He was deputy so and so. Yeah, and then uh, for I part, I thought that two, I misheard him the first time he said it. I'm like, what did he say his name was? <laughs> yeah, part two. So and so. <laughs> part two is pretty much uh, uh, him. He he has now taken over the mantle uh, for. Uh, Ethan Hawke's character, uh, Ellison Oswalt, I think was the name. And that's actually a, a combination of two 
people, by the way. I guess the director was a fan of Harlan Ellison and Patton Oswalt. So the character is... And Ellison. Patton Oswalt? Yeah. That's awesome. So. Yeah, Patton Oswalt is funny shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, uh, my favorite scene is... Um, well, of course, when Bagul turns his head, but overall, I really loved the the de-evolution of Ethan Hawke's character uh, through the entire movie. He starts off as a go-getter. He's he's someone who's going to bring his career back uh, to life. He's He's got the perfect plan. He's lied to his wife. He knows what he's going to do. Well, he didn't lie to his wife. He, he conveniently twisted the truth like I would do, but... Um, did we move two doors down from a crime scene? No, I can honestly say we did not move two doors down from a crime scene. <laughs> and he didn't um, lie. Exactly. That was her but, question, so no, he didn't lie. But the the whole de-evolution of him, how he was he was gung-ho, then he discovers what is actually frightening. And I think my favorite scene out of that is when he, they they do the lawn work one, when he gets to that one, and the lawnmower hits that child's head and the fear that fills his face and he jumps out of the the chair and it was a child head yeah it was one of the kids heads i didn't realize that was a kid yeah. i thought it was uh, i thought it was one of the grown-ups yeah he re- the fear well, i can't see details well so <laughs> sometimes like if i see face, i can't see the faces so i thought it was i couldn't make out who i didn't realize it was one of the kids how do you know it's one of the kids you, they talk about it in uh, some of the things that I was reading, the the investigation. Well, you know what? In the it. drawing in the top of that box, mm-hmm. it has everybody laid out, so we could see it from that if we looked at it again. Yeah, and it, Laura, you act like you had That's surgery on your eye or something. Man, <laughs> it's getting better, but I still can't see details. Uh, I don't have a lens. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to take about two years for my eye to heal so I can get a full lens. No, oh, wow. Wow. But yeah, the, the whole, the evolution of him, then the drinking, the smoking, uh, the, the finally his saying, fuck this shit, I'm out, and moving the whole family back and trying to kind of rebuild everything, and by then it's too late. So everything uh, about this move was, was great. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's go ahead and go into the ratings then. Um, we're going to start with you this time, Rita. What did, what would you rate it and tell us why out of five, by the way, out of five, ah. <laughs> I'd probably give it a three and a half. Hey puppy. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe a four. It had everything huh? for me. It's okay. Um, it had the family conflict. It had some good horror, had some good jump scares, had some good gore. Um, I really enjoy this movie more than I remembered. Okay. Mmm, bacon chocolate. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and what would you guys rate it, and why? <laughs> Hi, puppy. I just want to make sure we didn't lose audio, right? <clears throat> Oh, no, no. We were waiting on you guys to uh, okay. rate it and tell us why. Out of five. Oh, oh so I would, I'm going to agree everything that Rita said. Four. Uh, yeah, it was well acted, well directed. The, 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 the atmosphere of the movie was great. Uh, like I said, the Super 8 films were awesome and they were really legitimately creepy. Uh, 
so yeah uh, four uh, i wouldn't i don't give it a five because it's not a movie that i would watch constantly uh it's a movie that you revisit every few years and you remember how awesome it was and then again a few years later that's yeah. why i don't give it a five i gotcha i would give it about a four and a half um only, again same thing everything both of them have said but for some reason the ending of the movie it really affected me as i don't know how to say this without revealing the end we're a spoiler podcast, so you can. Oh, we can, we are spoilers. Plus, the movie's been out almost ten years. You're good. <laughs> touche, touche. So when the when you find out it was the daughter, um, I saw my little girl, and it really affected me. I got I don't know I didn't do well with it. It really upset me, and because of that, right there, I would give it a four and a half because I've never had a movie, especially a horror movie, really hit me in that home. I don't know. But that's funny because I was a ginger kid, so. <laughs> <laughs> but have the no ginger souls. could still kill you. <laughs> but they have but no souls. Not a ginger. That's what we were saying last okay, night too. So said, people what, wonder why we don't fun. have kids. It's, you know, shit like that. <laughs> Man. Well, well, if we, we had have kids, then we're still like that. <laughs> if we had a kid, it would probably be a ginger, but we wouldn't have to worry about Bagul because gingers have no souls. So, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, man. Now that makes sense. That, so that now, flew now, now we head. know that everything. You know what else alive. I loved, and I don't want to interrupt well, your we're rating, lucky man, right now because her hair. But I loved how there were so few scenes that took place during the day mm-hmm. that as soon as it got dark. You knew it was about to get twisted, and you were going to see a video that was going to mess you up. And it was most of the movie was so dark mm-hmm. that I'm like, I'm glad we didn't try to watch it in the afternoon because we wouldn't have seen anything. You really have to watch this in the dark, or you're going to miss a lot of the the little details. But um, oh yeah, it was so much fun. It's so much. We fun. have a our light bulb changes colors, and we had it on red. And we actually had to turn it off because even the red hue, even though it's not, it's just like a ambience light, you um, we couldn't see. I could, especially in the dark screens, we couldn't. We had to turn off the ambient lighting. It's that dark of a movie. Yeah, because we have light behind the TV, and that was okay. But um, yeah, we turned off everything. I think last night to watch it again. Well, I will yeah. be getting. What's your rating? Uh, I will be getting those LEDs, by the way, to to put behind the TV that go with the sound and mimic what's on the screen. So that's going to be fun. That's going to help make it pop. How big of a like a living room do you have and seating do you have? Because we may have to come over and actually check that. Please, we got plenty. Come on over. And our TV is a seventy inch, so there's plenty of screen to see. So. (laughs) Oh man, do you have a popcorn machine? Not yet. I well, do yeah, want one. You should have contacted me when I still worked at my previous employer because I could have gotten you anyone with a pretty nice <laughs> discount. Nice, <laughs> nice. That is, I want to get one eventually for my man cave. Um, I got to get some other stuff out of here to make room for it. But that's the plan is I want to make this the recording area and um, kind of like a screening area and have a little popcorn machine and stuff. I think it will be great. Do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> but my my rating, I'm gonna I'm gonna mimic you guys and, and give it a four as well. And the only reason I'm going four is there it, there were some issues I had with it. Um of course, as always. But um 
Let me let me start with what I really enjoyed first because it's very rare I get a movie that there's a lot of things that I enjoyed. Ethan Hawke, I am not a fan of Ethan Hawke, but his acting in this movie was amazing. I really felt his anguish during that that scene with lawn work. Um, I felt his his emotion. He really made you empathize with everything that he was seeing and everything that he was experiencing. Loved it. And any movie that can affect me emotionally, I'm a fan of. I think it's great. Um, the the mother, you know, I didn't like her. There were other characters that I didn't like. I didn't like the son. I didn't like him. Um, I so didn't that, like the son. That kind of detracted from it for me. And then the very final scene, when it's all done, and it's Bagul's head that pops in and looks at the camera lens. It kind of breaks the fourth wall there. I hated that scene. That almost uh, dropped yeah. at another half point for me. Because um, you knew so, something was going to come. It's like you're waiting for that one last jump scare. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that's what it was going to be. I thought it would be something else, something yeah. more involving the daughter mm-hmm. or uh, the other the other kid, maybe. I, and he was he was that too, was kind of cheesy. That was that he was, was too crisp and clean too. It was almost like he was CGI'd. It didn't fit with mm-hmm. what was on the screen already. So that that was a, a detractor for me. Um, but all in all, it was for us. It was yeah. When when the ghosts of the kids start showing up, the first one that shows up, that shows, it's kind of crawling right next to him, mm-hmm. and it looks so bad. That the special effect was so bad that it it, it, it was like the entire the, scene. The whole us. thing was like eh. yeah. And they overly special or focused on the children way too long, and that mm-hmm. killed it for us. Every time they showed the kids, it was too come on cast. Yeah, if they had made them uh, move at normal speed, by the way, not slow motion speed, but if they had had them moving at normal speed and, you know, a little more in the shadows, I think that would have been great. I would have loved to have seen a kid run by really quick, almost like a blur behind him, rather than this slow motion kind of almost like underwater kind of run behind him. I think that would have been a little more effective as well. What would have been better for me, even though it freaks me out, and I know Laura said it freaks her out too, is that glitchy movement. Mm Mm-hmm. That would have been better yeah, it's for like, those kids. That would have freaked me out a little more if that's how they moved. Even if they the were kind of backwards, if they were like a start-stop motion, but they would kind of blur in between. Mm-hmm. I think that would have made it a little creepier. It looked like they were moving at normal speed almost. How yeah. do you not see that kid? He's real. He's right behind. Or him. like if they're walking and they go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, at... walls. I would have even appreciated like a, a cricky kind of almost like Samara from the, the ring or yes. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. The, even the nurses from silent Hill, that kind of movement I think would have been good too. So um, now it's let's, I, I'm going to catch you guys off guard, but if you've actually listened to the, the podcast a lot, you're prepared for this segment. I am not. So that's why I'm, everybody's going to go before me, but it's now time for double, double feature, 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 feature. So you got to set this up as a double feature. What movie would you pair with this? Who's going to go first? I'll leave it up to you guys. Hmm. Now I'm super analytical, like ridiculously analytical. How do you want it paired? (laughs) That's entirely up to you. Like if you want me to go first, I'll go first and kind of give you guys an idea of what I'm looking at. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, okay. let's do that. <laughs> I I want to keep it as dark and creepy uh, as possible. So I'm going to pair mine with probably um, 
one of the most disliked in the series, but I'm going to pair mine with Conjuring 2. Um, because I, th- I like the... I thought Conjuring 2 was much more tense and scary. Uh, it still deals with that little girl, um, but it was just much more fearful for me than any of the other Conjuring in the series. So I'm going to pair mine with Conjuring 2. I have to, I don't remember the name of my, or the one I'm thinking of. Give me just a moment to Google it. (laughs) Everybody's got their phones out. (laughs) Okay. I'm trying to think what. It may be easier. Um, It was a movie about a girl who was conscious that she was in limbo. And every single day, it was like Groundhog's Day. But then she was learning that she was there for a reason. It's something to do with like a mass murderer who was murdering all these girls and they were, he was collecting their souls or something like, I don't remember. I've, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute since I've seen it. That sounded that almost sound like happy death day. No, it's not happy death day. Which you it should say that a- by the way. It was fun. <laughs> I, I, we've heard a lot of mixed reviews about it. Happy death day. And we can't bring ourselves to watch it. It's a blow. Oh, it's fantastic. It's great. We loved it. The really? second one's pretty good too. It's it's fun to watch. It's not a great movie. It's fun to watch though, and it's Blumhouse, so you may like it. The second one's not bad either. I'm gonna pair mine with. I know I, that's a hell of a segue. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the others. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Just because it's a ghost story, and 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 even though Sinister deals with a with a deity, but in in, in its core, it's still a ghost story. Mm-hmm. So I would the others, or maybe something like The Devil's Backbone. Okay, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know they're remaking the others, by the way. Really? Why? <laughs> that was my response. Why? Why? <laughs> You don't it was, need good, and it was one of those twists I didn't see coming. It was yeah, good. yeah, I, I didn't, didn't at all. <clears throat> and I, I, I've seen, I saw the twist in the Sixth Sense coming, but you I liar. never saw the one in the others. You liar! <laughs> I did. You know why? Because while I was watching, I don't know how I made the connection. I made the connection in the Sixth Sense with uh, Jacob's Ladder. Mm-hmm. which I had seen many times before. And I somehow I made that connection. I said, oh, she's, she's dead. I don't know how I saw it coming, but that's the connection <laughs> I made. Super weird, I know. Gotcha. Honey, did uh, you find it? Well, I would have to say only because it's some creepy kids would be like children of the corn. Okay. You're sticking oh, with I a creepy kid. You found, I'm curious now. What, what was it, Laura? Well, no, please. Um, I, I think Rita was talking. I don't want to cut her off. I put the phone down. <laughs> I said it. I'm good. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, find it. I didn't really have anything Haunter. prepared, and I should have because I watch the podcast every week. H a u n t e r. H a u n t e r. It's actually it looks pretty cheesy. It's a little <laughs> cheesy, but I really enjoyed it. But it's not as dark as Sinister. But it is a little fucked up. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna make a little note of that to watch that. I'm doing it. Cool. <laughs> I enjoyed it. All right, so um, that's pretty much it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about. Are you guys gonna join us next week? 
Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Okay. Next week, we're going to be reviewing a movie that was brought to our, well, uh, brought up by one of our past celebrity guests, Kate Phoenix, as one of the most fucked up movies she's ever seen. So uh, I have seen the movie. I haven't seen it. I love this movie because of how fucked up this movie is. Next week. He won't tell me anything about it. Nope. You have to. No, no, no. You just have to see it. So I'm anticipating, like. It was the same experience. Yeah. I'm fucked up. So we'll see. (laughs) Much like uh, a movie like Sleepaway Camp, you should not look into this movie before watching it. Just go into it blind, watch the movie. Uh, It does have a a great stellar cast to it as well, so uh, look into that. Who's in this one? um, uh, The guy who played Magneto. I forget his name. Okay. Kellen? No, not him. The the, the other. Uh, Fassbender. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm pretty pretty sure it's him that's in his, in this movie. Michael Yeah. Um great movie called Eden Lake. Uh it's about a couple who go to a uh lake getaway for a um kind of a a uh, getaway to rekindle their love or some shit. I forget exactly what it is, but hilarity ensues. Great movie. Don't hilarity? look it up, bro. Don't look it up. <laughs> I'm no. I, I want to see the cover. Oh, okay. Because I think I've seen it. But yeah, we will be covering... I just want to see the cover. We'll be covering Eden Lake. After that, we're going to have uh, Kate yeah, Phoenix back not. to discuss a movie with us uh, where we'll be <laughs> discussing House Shark the week after that. So don't forget to tune in for that. Also, guys, don't forget, you can check us out on... Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that, David? We couldn't finish House Shark. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... it was really bad. And she loves that movie, so I can't wait to hear why she loves Which this. One, movie. I don't know. Yeah, okay. we've seen Shark and Steam, mm-hmm. but we couldn't do that. Love that. <laughs> oh man, Shark and Steam. Well, Shark and Steam, but I always say like Frankenstein. Yeah, I do the same thing. Uh, that movie was bad, but so, some new ones just got launched on Full Moon Features, so we're gonna have to check that out. <laughs> Even I won't watch Full Moon. Ah, that's but that's where Sharkenstein is on. Is that's it full moon? Watch. Yeah, well, it's, I think we uh, watch everything on full moon now. <laughs> yeah, there, full moon now has an app, and the yeah. movies that are not made by full moon. Oh, see, I didn't know that. We're actually for Sharkenstein is low budget even by <laughs> by full moon standards. Yeah, <laughs> we prefer Wild Eye. Ooh, speaking of micro budget, uh, did you watch our interview with Seb Godwin? By the way. If it's within the last two or three weeks, no, we've had a lot going on. Gotcha. We had Seb Godden on. He was the uh, producer, director, actor, and he did uh, movies like uh, like Animator, uh, Slimeoids, things like that. And um, he was talking about some issues he had with Wild Eye. Uh, I guess well, <laughs> they're 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 kind of bad. He um, like Animator, by the way. If you get the original version of the like Animator on uh, their release. There's a scene where you can actually hear him in the background. Uh, three, two, one, clap, action. <laughs> and then the thing happens. And that's the one that was released, right? Yeah, and then you, there's the lull and you hear, can't find that. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. But he, he was so upset with that that got pushed out. Um, they're releasing it from SRS Cinema. Uh, later on with a much better cut so i'm gonna have i'm gonna double dip on that one i'll have both copies i I gotta have that fuck up in it and then the actual one so 
don't blame you there. But it's fun. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be back next week with Eden Lake. It's uh, episode two of Couples Scarapy. I really appreciate you guys coming on and, and joining us for this. Well, yeah. Chris takes a little bit of a hiatus, so. Thank you for having us. Honestly, we're really excited for it. This was super fun. <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic. Um, guys, don't forget, you can also check us out anywhere where you listen to podcasts, where you listen to quality podcasts, like Nightmare on Film Street, for example. You can also find our piece of shit show. Uh, Podbean, Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, YouTube. We're now on Amazon. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also help the show out. Um, Rita is our producer. Hey. <laughs> um so every little bit that you can contribute to help her out uh you can contribute over on patreon that also gets you exclusive content where we discuss and review uh music for example we uh what did we we res- re- reviewed ghost i think was one of the last albums we reviewed um we're going to have a couple of other people on we're going to have a guest coming up to do one of our mu- uh, music reviews uh, David, you could join us for that because you're pretty technical when it comes to music. So we're we'll... reviewing music. Yeah, we did. Um, Chris and I reviewed Ghost, but we we are not professional musicians, so we need someone who can talk about like the the tempo, the speed, and all that other stuff. You know, get to the technical aspects of it. Um, we'll we'll have a couple of people on there. We got to figure out an album uh, that we're going to review. Uh, so, David, yeah, if you let me know. Know. If you think of one that you want to review, let us know. We'll put it together, and that'll be one of our Patreon episodes. And you guys get access to all of our Patreon-exclusive content just by following us for as little as $1 a month. That's it. Um, With that, guys, once again, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to play our outro, and we'll see you again next week. All right. Good night. Night. Thank you. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Alright then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs>